Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Egg with Miss Wedger, Minivan Chronicles. I am, you're with me on my way to get my kiddos, so you, I have about 12 minutes or so, depending on if I hit stoplights or not. So we will see how long this will take. And to be honest, I don't have anything specific that's on my mind to talk about other than I was at the state capitol today for FFA Day at the capitol. I'm interested if any other states do um, FFA at the capitol. I'm sure there are some that do that. Um, This is my second year bringing students to FFA Day at the capitol. Um, And I'm going to be super honest with you guys. It was always something that was really intimidating to me. And that is why I, I mean, I'm in my eighth year of teaching. So it took me seven years to bring students. Um, And honestly, I don't even know if I would have brought them last year, but I had another teacher within our district that was like, yeah, let's bring kids. Let's share a bus. share a bus. And I was like, okay. Um, Why is it so intimidating to go meet representatives? Uh, I just, um, I don't know. There's so much like us. And I think maybe it's the unknown of like how everything works at the Capitol and the different buildings. And at least in Minnesota, there's a couple different buildings and they're connected by tunnels and it can be overwhelming to think about. Um, but I, uh, last year and this year have been so happy that I have brought students to experience what a day at the Capitol looks like. Um, This year, we were able to hear from our governor, um, Governor Tim Walls, and he is a former FFA member from Nebraska. And he just was so, you could tell that he was genuinely happy and excited to speak and talk with us um, and just address our group as a whole, FFA as a whole, being represented there today. Um, he talked about some of his experiences in FFA. Um, last year, he talked about his experience shearing sheep. Um, and I still will not forget that. Uh, and it's cool. It makes you feel like you have a really genuine connection with, um, with our leader of the state. So just knowing that he has a genuine like understanding of agriculture education um, and just really knows the importance of it. And I think that is important to know and understand and just make like that connection with him. Um, We were also able to meet and I am going to mess up her title completely. uh, Deputy deputy chief of staff, I want to say. Um, So she is the like rock star go get them woman who does all of the, um, like communications and meeting marketing, marketing and communications for, um, governor walls. And so she was able to come out of a meeting. Um, and she told us a little bit about her job. She said she does a lot of the planning with the team on who governor walls is going to meet, um, who he's going to talk with, how long these meetings are going to be. Um, and then what he's going to say. Uh, And so she said he, being a former school teacher, has never been the one that will read a, like, read a speech directly off of a piece of paper. Um, And I could tell just by him talking, he 
has a very, like, he's very good at public speaking. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and now I need to get gas. <laughs> um, welcome to a day in the life of Miss Wedger, where I never fill my gas tank up until that light goes off. I know there are others of you out there like that. It drives my husband absolutely bananas, especially because we live in Minnesota. Um, in the winter. <laughs> Anyways, so he's very great at public speaking, uh, but they do kind of give him a list of things that he should be talking about, etc. So we got to meet with her. It was great. She kind of asked us, like, what's your, what's your like, spiel today? What are you going to talk about? Um, so that was great for the students. And then we got to meet with two of our representatives um, and just talk to them about the experiences that the students have had in agriculture education and um, FFA and how it's been valuable to them and important to them, how it's shaped their choices and what they want to do. I have one student who came with today and she wants to be um, an agriculture education teacher. And so that's super exciting for her to share her story of how it has impacted her life. Um, and I think that it's really important to talk to our representatives um, within the St. Paul area, within the city area, because they don't oftentimes even know that agriculture education exists in an urban setting. Uh, and so being able to just talk to them about that is really cool. Um, one of our representatives also, his son goes to our high school. And so it was interesting to just chat with him a little bit more on a level where he has like a very personal connection to, um, to us and to the school that we are representing. So then we took some time to just visit the chambers and tour uh, state capitals have so much history and so much like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming other state capitals are like this, but every like picture and painting and this, I don't know, column was placed here because of blah, blah, blah. And that French saying is placed there because of X, Y, Z. And um, so all of those things, like just the history piece was really great for our students too. Uh, and then we, there was another person that we got to meet there um, who is the CEO of a racetrack that we have, a harness racetrack that we have in Minnesota, um, running ACES. And so I just, I got to chat with him a little bit and asked why he was there. Um, and he was some supporting some legislation about gambling. Um, and so just interesting to kind of get like the whole gamut of what all of the, what, what happens at our Capitol. Uh, we also sat in briefly on the, um, I'm going to mess this up as well, but the agriculture uh, and food finance house committee. Um, so we got to hear a couple of bills that were being um, passed. And then one that was, I don't know. We, we had to leave a little bit early to go meet with a representative. So I don't know if one was passed or not, but they were talking about biofuels um, and discussion about it. Uh, and so that was good for students to see, like, what, what does that look like when you are trying to, you know, get new laws into place? So 
that was our day at the Capitol. Um, I had a conversation with my student teacher about like these experiences I think are so important for our FFA kiddos to get. Um, and I think I was having kind of an internal, like, I don't know, pull back and forth because I really felt like we were out of the classroom a lot for other contests and stuff. Um, and so I was feeling bad that we were out again or gone again. And uh, then you go to an event like FFA at the Capitol and you're like, no, this is actually really important. It's really important that our students' voices are heard, that students just get an idea of what that looks like. So even if they aren't going into an agriculturally related field, that they're just more engaged citizens, right? So like, I always say that my students, like, to be honest, I don't care if they understand photosynthesis or not when they leave my classroom, like, that would be super awesome if they did. But if not, I just simply want them to leave my classroom as contributing citizens to our community to the great like to our state to the um, United States like I want them to be contributing citizens like that is my goal for my students and so events like today or different leadership events I think are so important for our students to be engaged and to be a part of because of that um, because of those leadership skills that they're developing and I think that as agriculture teachers, a lot of you know, like those experiences are important. But I know some of you that listen to my podcast that are not agriculture teachers, and I'm sure you would think the same thing. Um, I always think like, man, I didn't get to go to the Capitol as a student. And how I would have probably been a lot more engaged and brought students a lot sooner if I had. Um, and the Capitol is kind of tricky as well, because you can only bring so many, so many kiddos. Um, that's one thing that I thought was interesting is I was expecting those, um, representatives offices to be a lot nicer than they were, but they are kind of plain and boring, (laughs) but that's okay. And I'm back. Got some gas. (laughs) I did a quick little pit stop here. Um, so that is my spiel for a day at the Capitol. If you have not been, you should go. If your um, state does not have FFA day at the Capitol, I still think you should maybe schedule a time to go visit your representatives and just chat with them about agriculture education and FFA and the importance of it um, in, in, our, um, in our communities. So that's that. The other thing I, geez, just has been on my mind is the community of agriculture teachers and how much um, we really can support each other. And I have been um, so blown away with different people that have messaged me and been just chatted about like, hey, this is what I got from you and I am implemented in my classroom this way or hey. Um, how have you done X, Y, Z, or how do you approach this? Or what do you do if this happens? Or I got this idea because 
I listen to episode whatever. Um, and so I am just so thankful for that community of agriculture teachers that is positive and that is willing to reach out and share with one another and share the highs and share the lows and the struggles and brainstorm and um, just really be collaborative in um, being better agriculture teachers. And this can be a really tough job. It can be a really hard job. Um, I found myself more than once with my student teacher being like, this is one of the really hard things about being an agriculture teacher. But it's not just been like one thing that I've said it about. It's been like multiple other things. Like this is one of the hard things about being an agriculture teacher, being gone all the time for contests. Uh, This is one of the hard things about being an agriculture teacher. You have students ninth through 12th grade with very, very different capabilities all in one class, which might might not be you, but that's the reality of where I teach. Um, This is one of the really hard parts about agriculture is that some students like being a part of FFA, sometimes there's barriers to being a part of that. And how do you break down those barriers? So I've found that the community of those agriculture teachers that I've been able to connect up with have been so helpful in me trying to combat some of these issues that I've had and trying to like problem solve. And if there isn't a like way to problem solve it, just being like supportive in general. So you guys know who you are, my people. <laughs> Um, I appreciate you, and I am glad that we have become a community that supports one another. Um, the other people that I want to shout out to are those people that listen to my podcast that are not agriculture teachers. So I know there are a few of you out there. I know the Sours are one of them, <laughs> and I have done a shout out to them before. Um, but thank you. And if you want to hear anything else about like teaching or whatever whatever interests you as the general public, I would be more than willing to do a podcast on that. I know that I've had a couple of parents say like, what do you, as a parent, what should I expect at parent teacher conferences? Um, so I think some of those will be coming your way soon. Um, or what do teachers expect of, um, of parents just as like support or what do teachers expect uh, or FFA advisors expect of parents, that sort of thing. So those will be coming your way. But if you have other ones that you can think of, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, I am at Mrs. Wedger there. Or you can always send me an email at egg with Miss Wedger um, at gmail.com. So I am driving up daycare lady's driveway, her long, long driveway. Uh, and friends, it is 41. That is basically summertime in Minnesota. So we are going to try and get outside and enjoy this warm weather. I hope all of you have a great day and we will chat soon. Bye-bye everybody.